Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Postal Service was hoping to save way more money by downsizing, but that turned out to not be the case. Is the federal government prepared for the massive increase in Freedom of Information Act requests? And a manager with the Interior Department is caught using the camera system at the building he worked at to spy on employees. Those stories and more coming up in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The Postal Service's downsizing of its postal network did not help it save as much as it had hoped. The agency's inspector general says USPS consolidated more than 200 facilities between 2011 and 2015. It also reduced its first-class mail standards. However, those moves only saved it $91 million in fiscal 2016 and 2017. They were expected to save it $1.6 billion. Postal management hopes to eventually achieve the full savings, but the IG doubts that. Three agencies win extra money for their IT modernization efforts. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. The Departments of Labor, Agriculture, and the General Services Administration receive loans totaling $23.5 million from the Technology Modernization Fund. The TMF board announces the awards yesterday. GSA will receive about $15 million for application modernization. USDA won money for a second time, garnering $5 million this round for an infrastructure optimization and cloud adoption initiative. Labor will use its $3.5 million award to modernize its work visa application process. I'm Jason Miller. Agencies are getting more Freedom of Information Act requests now than ever before. The problem with that is that the National Archives and Records Administration says the government's workforces have not been able to keep up with demand. Over 800,000 FOIA requests were filed last year, with about 4,500 FOIA officers to cover them. Alina Simo, the director of the Office of Government Information Services, or OGIS, says employees still think their agencies see FOIA work as a form of punishment. A manager with the Bureau of Land Management could be in hot water for sending sexually explicit messages to three subordinates and using a surveillance system in the building he worked at to take pictures of BLM employees without their consent. While the exchanging of the messages was consensual, the manager admitted the conduct was inappropriate. The Interior Department's Inspector General made no recommendations and was unable to find any evidence to back another claim that the BLM manager misused federal money to buy a television or furniture for his office. Four evaluator training courses for human capital professionals will be offered by the Office of Personnel Management next year. The training will focus on planning and conducting employee reviews, as well as reporting the findings. Courses run in March, April, May, and July. They last three days at OPM headquarters in D.C. There's no program to help the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board detect, prevent, and monitor potential insider threats to the thrift savings plan and its systems and data. This is all according to an audit conducted by KPMG back in 2017. The Labor Department's Employee Benefits Security Administration brought KPMG on board to conduct that audit because the TSP does not have an inspector general. The FRTIB says it's developing an insider threat program now, and it should be ready by August 2019. Physical appearance may start playing a bigger role in whether Navy officers get promoted or not. 
Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Effective immediately, the Navy is reinstating a requirement that officers submit full-body photos to the promotion boards will decide whether they move up to the next rank. Just two years ago, the Navy eliminated that photo requirement, saying each officer's physical fitness was already documented in written reports. But officials say promotion boards complained about that change and argued pictures are needed to assess sailors' ability to perform at the next pay grade. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department's Board of Veterans' Appeals joins the Military Spouses Employment Partnership. The partnership is a coalition of nearly 400 employers providing jobs to military spouses. It's part of a DOD initiative to reduce the 23% unemployment rate of military spouses. Have any cool ideas about space? You might be able to get some cash from the Air Force. The service, along with the Wright Brothers Institute, is looking for visualization tools like virtual reality to help with understanding and awareness of satellites and other objects in the Earth's orbit. The Air Force Visionary Q Prize competition hopes to bring in non-traditional industry partners. It wraps up in mid-January. And while you were watching college football, NASA was repairing a crucial program up in space. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. NASA says the Hubble Space Telescope is working again after a three-day repair. Technicians were able to stabilize a backup gyroscope that had replaced a failed primary gyro. The primary instrument failed three weeks ago. The backup was giving erratic information, preventing the telescope from locking in on targets. Ground crews basically shook the telescope until the gyro worked properly. I'm Tom Temin. That's going to do it for today's episode. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, or subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. (music) 